I've spent the last 12 years attempting to build the ultimate clinic gym hybrid facility where we offer advanced sports chiropractic and the ultimate in exercise progressions. Now I've sold that business and decided to take the plunge to create a massive change within the world of chiropractic. My goal is to get a hundred other chiropractors to completely revolutionize our industry and provide exactly what we want our patients to experience while helping to double our profits and maximize the license that we're given. But the real question is this, how can we create this massive change without becoming sleazy salespeople or doing crazy marketing efforts? This podcast has the answers. So follow along as I learn, apply, and share the information from the best minds out there into this Clinic Gym Radio. I'm Josh Satterley, and I'm happy to have you here. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. And this is a live episode from the Perform Better Conference in Long Beach. And I'm here with Brandon Marcello. I should say Dr. Brandon Marcello. How are you, Brandon? I'm fine. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Cool. Thanks for sitting down. Uh, for those who don't know you, can you give everybody a little background uh, as the smartest man in all sports research? Well, that's nice to say, but uh, um, I this think... This how I'm... smart Brandon is. He's, there's so much knowledge in his head that there's not room for hair follicles. They've been pushed out <laughs> That's right. by Ball. research. and Yeah. It's, pu- it's pushed out probably from stress and bad genetics. Um, but I think it's about surrounding yourself with smart people like yourself, right? So that's what it comes down to. But um, quick background on me, uh, 20 years in the high-performance space. Um, I am a hired gun, so I'm a consultant. I work for pro sports teams. I work for... Uh, fitness companies, technology companies. I do a lot of work with the U.S. military solving human performance problems. Yep. Yeah. That's code for expensive. That's what that means. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't know where I first stumbled onto you or what you were doing at the time. Uh, I do remember this. The most impact, one of the most impactful lectures I've ever heard in my life was your talk at the Functional Movement Summit in, I'm going to say, Raleigh, North Carolina, about breathing. Yeah. Remember that? In the basement, the dark room. Very dark You're up room, on stage, and there's yes. maybe six inches between your top of your head and the ceiling. Yes, and I'm not like, a tall guy either. Yeah. Right? I'm five, nine, like, and a half on a good day. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking that they probably got wind it was Gray Cook, and in that, you know, in the deep south, they know who that is. <laughs> like, that moonshining son of a gun, push him in the basement. Put him in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that was incredible. Uh, and you say high-performance basement. You've been in this world long before it was cool. I mean, 20 years ago, people weren't talking about what uh, breathing wasn't a big deal. No. Uh, proper mechanics and lifting wasn't a big deal. It was how much can you lift bigger, faster, stronger programs, right? Bench, deadlift, and, and even the deadlift was not anything you wanted to watch, right? Totally. And I mean, you've seen it evolve yourself, right? I yeah. mean, from just like we were just before we got on, on the air here, it was, you know, all about, we talked about FMS and SFMA and those yeah. types of things, which, you know, 20 years ago were, were just being developed, right? Mm-hmm. And put on paper. So, uh, you I know, picture a, a younger gray cook cutting down a tree and forming his first kit out of it, you know? Right. It's probably had a vine instead of a That's a when band. gray wore uh, mock turtlenecks. <laughs> And actually, he took showers. Now he doesn't wear <laughs> sleeves. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, enough busting on Gray. Uh, but you were at some of the early, what do you want to say, performance centers, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, back when, shoot, I mean, back before they were everywhere, uh, what was like the first time that you realized you kind of had a different perspective? Because I mean, going back then, I mean, I can imagine 15, 20 years ago saying, hey, I don't think we should be doing squat deadlift and bench as our only three options. There's a whole nother aspect to this. And I know you're a bit advocate of sleep. That's what you're talking is about this weekend. That's a crazy thought back then, right? Yeah. Like you just need to toughen up. Well, I think it was, it was partially luck, right? I mean, when I was in the profession for only five minutes, I was surrounded by some pretty cool people, right? Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of luck. Mike Boyle used to come down and visit us at IPI in Bradenton, Florida, 
Um, you know, we had Mark Verstegen, we were working together. Daryl Eto, who I consider my mentor, was there. And, and from day one, it was all about a movement-based philosophy. It wasn't about strength. It wasn't about Olympic lifting versus high-intensity lifting as it was back then, right? It was about how do you improve the movement of the individuals with whom you're working. Yeah, but at the time, this is uh, going to uh, Hillary Clinton's camp and saying, hey, let's talk about lowering taxes <laughs> and uh, being more conservative, everybody, and you get these weird looks, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, was... you guys were uh, on, the, on the early edge of that, and it's not necessarily popular. Right. It, we were v- definitely, you know, the... the... Uh, on the edge, on the edge for sure. Right? We right. weren't doing everything, but I didn't know any better. Yeah, I was new to the profession, so I just thought this is how it was. Did you get a lot of? Uh, I think what do they say? You can always tell who the pioneers are because they have arrows in their backs. <laughs> to- no, totally. I mean, that's the thing, right? You take a lot of hits, and yeah. you know, it's, we've talked about whether it's movement training, or talking about breathing, or talking about sleep, or developing a functional movement screen, or whatever mm-hmm. it is that anybody does that's new and novel. Um, you know. I consider it a compliment. When you start taking hits, I think it means you're onto something. When people are pushing back, I think it means you're onto something. You know, rather people, than just open arms and going, "Oh yeah, that's great, we love it." That's you're yeah. not quite far enough ahead. Maybe. Exactly. If people aren't pushing back a little bit, and, and you know, if, if people are making comments, and a lot of people are making comments, and many of them negative, I think that can be a good thing because that means a lot of people are talking about it. When was the first time you had a uh, someone that you truly respected make a nev- negative comment? When you had pierced the Holy crap, the... Because at some point, Mike Boyle's not going to make a comment about some guy that's new to Instagram that's, you know, just out of high school kind of thing, right? But uh, not that Mike Boyle will make a comment, but at some point, somebody of impact had to say, what the hell are you doing? No, totally. And I, and I, think, I don't think it was anybody in the industry necessarily, mm-hmm. um, but I think it was probably more people in the coaching industry, the coaching okay. world, like skill coaches. Yeah. Uh, who did raise their eyebrow quite a bit, you know, okay. because it wasn't the way they had always done things. And this area was, uh, while strength conditioning wasn't new and emerging, the idea of improving performance through our way uh-huh. was, certainly was. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's and, kind of And at the, the same time, was. you're also a young, hungry dude with not, I mean, you don't have the confidence of, You've been through it a thousand times right. like you have now, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Did you ever doubt yourself then? Oh, I still do today. <laughs> I doubt That's myself good. more today than probably I did then. Okay. Yeah. But uh, you just have the confidence to keep going forward and... Well, I, I think that's what you do. You understand that, okay... Or you're just dumb. Well, I mean, that's, that's what, another option. I'm, I'm a little bit of both, right? <laughs> you just keep pushing yourself forward. Yeah. I mean, I hate to be cliche about it, but at yeah. the same time, that's what it is, well, is that I have this innate fear that, um, you know, I need to know... I, I don't know enough. Yeah. Um, it's but kind of I made also, you who you are today, though, right? Yeah, but I also know I'm not going to know everything, and, and I think that's a good thing. It's like, you know, we've, you and I, Josh, have chose, chosen our respective professions because there's kind of a, they're open-ended, mm-hmm. right? They're not going to solve human performance in our lifetime, sure. and, and I think we're happy about that. Otherwise, it was probably too much, too yeah. easy, right? Yeah. So we enjoy trying to figure out ways to optimize performance, Um we enjoy the unknown. We enjoy solving this, this mystery and chasing after this holy grail that we'll never find. Right. And then taking on tougher and tougher yes. versions of who can I get there. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So when was the first time you can imagine, imagine or remember in your professional career that you were doing something and then at some point hit the brakes and said, holy crap, I'm totally wrong? Can you think of a specific? I can think of a very specific instance. Okay. Uh, one instance was when I was reading the uh, JOSPT. 
Okay. Right? And there was an article there, and I believe it was February of 2008. This is specific. I like it. Okay. All right. And there was an article in there by Mike Reinold. Okay. And in there, it mentioned that, you know, you should not be doing empty cans because it creates uh, anterior translation of the humeral head. Okay. And, you know, I used to do some empty cans within my training. Not with everybody, but with some yeah, people, yeah, yeah. right? And then from that day, I said, these are out. You know, and that was just one distinct change that I remember doing immediately within all of my programs that were even currently ongoing. And the athletes I was working with asked why. I told them why. And they were like, sweet, I'm, I'm bought in because you actually said, wow, you, this is something you didn't know. Yeah. And you're willing to make a change and you're willing to own up to it. And yeah. I mean, that's one very, there's been more. Sure. But that's for sure a very specific one that I can remember. And how about adding something in that you resisted? Like, because uh, when you come to perform better, I lo- number one, big shout out to Chris and the team of perform better. They host this conference every year. And what I love about this is you hear stuff up on the stage, like your talks an hour long, roughly hour 15, something yeah, like that. Yeah, hour 10. Yeah. And I know that two years from now, three years from now, that'll be in some, hopefully, That'll be in somebody's curriculum. Like, that'll be standard thought process, but now this is the cutting edge, right? And the fact that Perform Better is willing to host that kind of idea of this, hey, let's get everybody to get... It's like the MMA for ideas here, right? Like, the yeah. best ones will emerge, and the not-so-great ones will probably die out. Sure. And they need to. But um, uh, I can't remember what I was going with this. Oh, so where's something you brought into your training, because you've worked with very distinct groups. I mean high-performance military, high-performance D1 college athletic programs at Mm -hmm. the highest level, all those. But sometimes, you know, there are gadgets, trinkets, novelty items or novelty training systems that we see make a big surge and then disappear from the limelight, right? I mean, Thighmaster, of course. I mean, we all know that one. I still am in one right now, as you can (laughs) see, right? That's probably why. You never waste a moment. Right. But I think that comes down to that's where it really behooves you to have a really powerful extended network. Mm Mm-hmm. Who in my network can I trust that I can reach out to to ask questions mm-hmm. about whatever and, yeah. and, and whomever, right? And that's what it comes down to. Do you have a trusted group of individuals who can objectively evaluate something along with you mm-hmm. so you can make a better informed decision on maybe not just good or bad, but maybe does it fit into where I think it fits within my training program or mm-hmm. not? Um, so I think that's what a lot of it is too, is, is trying to determine where something fits. Okay. And that's where sometimes I'll get tripped up. So I'll talk to people yeah. about that and say, this is where I think it fits. What do you think? Can you think of a piece of equipment that you loved or hated or wanted to get rid of? Or um, I don't know if it's a piece of equipment, but maybe more of some methods or, or in some things like that. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. the, the, the thing about it. That Any specific ones come to mind? Because um, we're talking that, so this, this, you know, you're married to a chiropractor, you're lucky yeah. enough. Uh, not everybody has that, that uh, but I'm married to a female chiropractor as well. And so, you know, we have this little fan club. We'll have special hats and whatnot for uh, badasses who live the, <laughs> who have chiropractor wives. But anyways, um, so your, uh, you know, your mindset is of the same vein, but different approaches to that, right? You're on the performance right. side. She's on, yes. tr- not that she's not in performance, but Jen's like on the, the fixed side, right? Like that's her, yep. her training. Um, so, but I would wonder if there's times where that's come together uh, and you've been like, oh my gosh, like I've not been thinking about this the right way. Well, totally. And that's kind of why if, if for instance, if I work with, a, with an athlete, she's right by my side mm-hmm. for the sake that she's looking at things through a different lens. Mm-hmm. Healthy or unhealthy, she's looking mm-hmm. at and, and criticizing and critiquing movement mm-hmm. um, through her lens. Right. And she might catch something that I may not 
catch. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, I'm big into the multidisciplinary aspect of it. Yeah. Um, you know, she might be working with this client that I'm working with and she might be handling the rehab mm-hmm. and reconditioning aspects and I might be handling the training, but you know, I'm having her give her two cents on the warm up, develop parts of the warm up that are ascension, mm-hmm. which will put them in a successful point to, to kind of move things forward. Um, and then speak of the devil, right? She just walked by. Yeah, she just walked um, by. And, Eyeballed you and then left. So. Yeah. And then, I don't um, know what you did last night. You're obviously wrong. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's invaluable mm-hmm. because I do not have the skill sets that other people have. And right. when you can tie people in, it just puts your success rate, you know, stacks the odds in your favor of having a successful outcome. Yeah. And I think anyone you're working with appreciates that. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit ClinicGymHybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's ClinicGymHybrid.com. This is targeting clinicians who are probably adding a gym or adding fitness and continuing their rehab journey into fitness, which I think is, that's just the way it should go. There's this fake line that society has developed between like, oh, that's obviously rehab and that's exercise. <laughs> like your empty cans. You were doing them in right. exercise programs and Mike yeah. was talking about rehab, but doesn't matter. It's the same humoral translation, whether whatever we label it with. Right. And one of the things that I want to con- encourage some people here to do is, you know, I remember when oh, I started wow. a gym, I got a lot of questions about what, why are you adding a gym? I don't understand. I don't understand. And it's like, of all the things, that is such a low level question. <laughs> like, just because we're continuing rehab, right? Right. And I want to encourage people listening, like, you're going to screw people up. You're going to have crazy harebrained ideas. And I hope they don't hurt somebody, but there's a chance you may, you know, the the emotional impact of I screwed that person up is often more than, oh, the research says I shouldn't do this, right? Like when you actually hurt somebody, you're like, shit, I really shouldn't do this totally, now. Totally. No matter what the research said. Oh, totally, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and those those times have definitely impacted me, but people listening, you know, Brandon is considered a, what's the new term, thought leader in our industry. Because you are a little more willing than most to try something new yeah. and you also kind of had a check and balance system to go, hey, is this really a good idea? Exactly. Right? Whether it's your wife or... Well, you'll never mentor yeah. network and those things. Right. It's, it's all about... I always, I always picture back in the day that uh, now we have a special guest. Dr. Uh, Dr. Jen has joined us. Um, so Brandon's going to clean up his language a lot and not tell the stories he was telling earlier. <laughs> no, but uh, um, I always picture that back in the day, one of the reasons you guys were so successful early on was... Weren't you like stuck in a closet with these guys basically that you guys called an office and your chairs were almost on top of each other? That's exactly what we were. We were in offices and we all shared an office together and we all would have little powwows and turn so around and So you don't know if, if you were doing something stupid, he was literally next to you looking at you. What are, what are you doing? Everybody knew what everybody was doing. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that made it such a great environment. I think from a facility design aspect, and I love to, because you've been in multiple facilities, people underestimate the power of a shared office, yeah. especially with trainers. Like, because you have this kind of transient, I'm on the floor and back out, I'm on the floor and back out, looking at stuff, looking at journals, pushing it over to the next desk, dude, check this out, you gotta read this. I would say that's actually better than divided offices or if you have the space like in a university setting, don't get you know one office for Brandon and one office for Jen and one office for Josh. Instead, get a big room, 
put up folding tables and force everybody to do it like uh, college dorm room style, right? No, it's perfect. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, I was very lucky. I remember early in my career, my mentor sat right across the room from me. Mm-hmm. And one day it was like six o'clock at night. We were the only two left in the office. And he said, hey, B, what do you want to know? It's like, if we're in separate offices, that question doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, you that, know, allowing I imagine that. the same reaction happens when you look at a dog, you pull out a tennis ball, want to go for a walk? It's like, ha, 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 ha. And then totally you, was. you couldn't think of any good questions, right? And I couldn't <laughs> think of any good questions. And he, sa- he sat there and waited for me. And he said, okay, too late. And from, <laughs> and from that day on, I kept a list of questions in the event he ever asked again. And he did. Hey, B, you have any questions? I said, I do. And I pull out the list, and he laughed. And we went right through them one by one by one. Do you remember any of those questions? They were just basic things on strength or movement or how to organize programs and things of that nature, things I watched him do Mm -hmm. um, and things I had questions about or something I read. So Mm -hmm. they were just all very generic questions on things that Do you remember when he took one of your ideas and ran with it? That had to be an impactful moment. No, I think the most impactful moment was when he said, why are you continuing to ask me what I think of your programs? Because you don't have to do that anymore. And that was life-changing for me. Wow. How long into it were you at that point? Uh, probably about maybe, I don't know, two and a half, three years. Yeah. So this is when uh, yeah. Skywalker actually gets the lightsaber right, right to Yoda's throat. That's what it felt like, honestly. Like, oh, honestly, wow. yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, uh, I know that you've got another appointment with a beautiful young woman sitting to your left, so I don't want to keep you too much longer, but if you have any advice for, for, so remember the listeners here are clinicians, they're adding a gym, they're adding that fitness component, they're trying to do right by their clients, and uh, what advice would you have for people that are early in, not necessarily they're early in their career as a chiropractor or physical therapist, but they're early in their addition of fitness, what the wise, uh, the wise Italian mafioso Marcello over here, <laughs> what, what would you say to him? Uh, well, I could say the Italian line of three can keep a secret if two are dead. Mm-hmm. But I think the better one is be just continue to make sure you do the basics really well. Okay. Um, and I think that's the most important thing is like stick with your basics, understand your basics, continue to do those really well. When you're building upon those, don't forget about the basics, mm-hmm. you know, because that's going to be critical. And if I've been around you long enough to know, I think... When you hear a crazy-ass idea from a guy that, for some reason, a bunch of people in the room are looking at respectfully, you should find out why that seems such like a crazy idea to you. That would be mine. Like, you want to push back and go, that's crazy? Right. And you go, hmm, maybe there's something to this. There might be. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for the time today. And if you know a way that we can get your wife on the program, if your people can talk to her people and slip a note across the them kitchen table, let us know. We'd like to book her as well. For sure. So. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Josh. All right. Well, Brandon, oh, by the way, uh, if people want to get a hold of you or see any of your stuff, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, website, uh, brandonmarcellophd.com. Uh, and I have Instagram, bmarcello13. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Brandon Marcello. Uh, BS, because that totally different site for totally different reasons. Totally different right? reasons. Yeah. Totally but the PhD reasons. site is high level. PhD one's good. The BS yeah. was, yeah, that was early in my career. Yeah, and <laughs> he's not responsible for any of his previous ideas. Like he's no, no, no. There. No. <laughs> all right, so BrandonMarcelloPhD.com, and then on all these social networks. Be Marcello 13. All right, cool. It's that well, easy. On behalf of Dr. Josh Satterley and Brandon Marcello, this is me saying thanks a lot for listening, and thank you for your time, buddy. You bet. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.